Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today's Cookie Cast, well, it's it's the Laces Out podcast, it's the NFL podcast, but it's the big one. It's the podcast before the Super Bowl. Don't get much bigger than that. We've got guests, maybe not quite as many as I promised we would have, but we still have some guests, so let's just take that. Uh, before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Drop any reviews you want to drop. Share the podcast around. Word of mouth is amazing for podcasting. Right, let's get started. So here's the big one. It's Cookie Cast Laces Out. Super Bowl, baby. Recording in progress. It's every time and I can never remember. Whose go is it? Let's just let's just say because it's the well, it's not the last one of the of the of the season as well. Obviously, we'll have no. the wrap up next week. But as it's the last one where we'll be sort of predicting stuff, why don't we sort of split it up and do bits together? Okay. So, welcome along, ladies and gentlemen. It's the NFL podcast. Laces out, presented by Cookie Cast. I absolutely promised that we would get every single guest from every single episode of the uh, of the Laced Out podcast on this week. So here you can see two of them. Well, no, for, for those for those people listening along, we'll we'll just do cheeky roll call. So Paul and Andy, yes, they're here. Stu, yes, he's here. Mike, Hi. yes, he's here. I'm Rob. Here. James, who, who, um, Matt? No, no. Okay. I even, I even went all out and tried to get a guest that we've not had on this season. I guess I tried to get previously that we've not had on. And as 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 viewers on the YouTubes can see, even that didn't work. So. Uh, I as I like, you I, could you could class Amy and the stats mistress as being on because they've kind of been on but not on camera. Yeah. So who knows if they're here or not? Yeah, there was a point where I nearly sent Paul a message like, "I know it's long shot, but any chance Amy fancies uh, appear on camera this week?" Uh, I knew there was no point, no point in asking the stats mistress. She had a hot date. I mean, um, I, 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 could, I could drop the joke that. Apparently, every single British football team has dropped this week and say that John Cena's on the podcast. But then that doesn't work because people would still be able to hear him. It's very much a visual gag for the audio listeners there as well. Very, very much, very much a visual gag. Very much a visual gag. So, yeah. But what I can say is, in in a lot of ways, we got the most important guest. Isn't that right, Mark? Find hey. find out why shortly. Okay. Now that's not that's not in any way diminishing Stu's presence, but Mark needed to be here. 
for a very special reason. You've locked the door, haven't you, Mark? <laughs> yes. Speaking of the stats, well, speaking of the stats, mistress, I was like, no, no stats. Like, I kind of knew the answer, but was a bit like, maybe, maybe she'll surprise me with like, here's some pre-Super Bowl stats, and she was like, no, you had them last week, so what, what do you want? <laughs> I like, well, like some pre-Super Bowl stats, like this team and this team, and then, no, they don't exist. Like for a, for a, for a league that loves the stats, apparently, you know, these two teams have faced each other. You know, none of that exists. We can talk about you know the the two quarterbacks because that that stat pops up every four seconds on social media. Um, so there are no stats. If anybody tuned in solely for the stats to see what the stat mistress provided this week, might might just want to knock it off. So it's going to be a little bit of a different format because that's right. It's it's that time. It's in fact Super, super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl. Um, predictions will be completely different. We've got a, a doozy of a side bet to uh, duke duke out, and uh, yeah. So this is the point in time where I, uh, you know, hand over my job to. Uh, to the man who really steers the ship, as as we as I said before, the, the rudder of the podcast, Paul. Where are we starting? Have you got the? I, I know Stu wanted to know what the humidity was going to be for the game. Did we manage to get that information? We we, we can we can cover that uh, momentarily. Obviously, as it is, uh, the game will be taking place in the desert. So let's be honest, it's going to be fucking hot. Um, but um, the the reason why Andy had said that it's very important that Mark joined us this week, and that was because during the course of the season, when Mark came on and uh, gave us his NFL season-long prediction, he gave us a regular season MVP pick of Josh Allen. As at time of recording, I do not believe the uh, end-of-season awards have been done yet, so we don't know who the MVP is. But it won't be him. It probably won't be Josh Allen. However, his Super Bowl matchup pick was from the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs. That's and from familiar. the NFC, it was the Philly Delphia Eagles. It was, so I did pick it week 10, to be fair. You know. Hey, listen, that's, that's, still, that's still a whole does the quick maths. 10 weeks of, uh, of action, well, 11 weeks of action that uh, those teams would have to get through without any injuries, without any sort of mishaps or anything like that. So you still managed to, you still managed to absolutely nail the Super Bowl. Um, obviously, we will ask the questions later on, so I won't reveal what you said for your Super Bowl winner and your MVP pick. Um, but, we will get to us later on. So, obviously, the first thing to say is, uh, obviously, congratulations. As uh, you were the only person to successfully nail both sides of the Super Bowl matchup pick. Uh, Toots and Matt, um, ironically, both Matts, went for Chiefs 49ers. And the GFG 
went for Eagles Bills. So those are the only those are the other three guys who got part of the game correct. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I suppose we can always have a chat about the game before we start making our picks and stuff like that. Like I said, it takes place in Arizona. Um, it'll be the first time in a while that the team hosting the Super Bowl isn't one of the teams that's in the Super Bowl, uh, as we've become accustomed to that for the past two years. Mm. Um, but I think they, they kind of made sure that wasn't the case when they said, and the Super Bowl will be held in Arizona. So, But you say that, but then did anybody expect the Eagles to be the side they've been in the season? It could have been a complete surprise. Um, if, if you went back to the start of the season and looked at uh, some of the guys from the uh, the NFL.com sort of website, uh, strangely enough, there was a couple of people thinking of tipping up the Eagles to get to the Super Bowl, which was bizarre. Because, yeah, at the start of the season, I didn't, I, I didn't think they had a chance of winning the, with the division, let alone getting, a, getting all the way to the, uh, the I think, Super Bowl. I think it was last week I was saying, I mean, by week nine, I was like, Hang on a minute, what's going on with the Eagles? And then, like, week 15 or week 16, it's like, the Eagles are still doing well. Like, they, they were doing so well that they didn't register on anyone's radar until all of a sudden it was like, hang on a minute, they're a legit it's, threat. It, it's, it's crazy how much, I know, like, obviously, it's not just all about AJ Brown, but it's crazy how much one player traded to a team can seem to have just sparked an absolute sort of like renaissance in their fortunes of that but them getting hit has completely turned that franchise around and it's baffling to say because when he was at Tennessee it wasn't as if he was one of the top like you probably wouldn't have even put him in the top like 10 dare I say even 20 receivers in the in the league so how, how he's like made him that good I've, I've no idea well, two seasons ago, Hertz got dropped for Wentz. That's how much well, he's kind of yeah. it's all come along, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's strange. Like obviously, when he was drafted, um, Hertz was drafted as a as a backup option. So the fact that he's gone to being in in legitimately in with a shout of being named MVP, and he's got the team to the Super Bowl is yeah, kind of crazy. To be honest with you, um, I don't know. I, I, is it is it the Super Bowl, the, the Super Bowl like that's that's the closest you'd maybe say in a long time? I'd say last year the Rams were probably like not well, it's not heavy favourites over the Bengals, who were probably more favoured than most. In the first time, the two number one seeds have met in the Super Bowl yeah. for quite a few years. Yeah, yeah that, that was a stat that came up. Last mm. week wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, I think I think it's it's legitimately one where I have made picks, but I wouldn't be surprised to see either team win based on stuff that we've seen during the course of the season. But you just don't. You, could, when, you could put all of, all of the picks that we've made as an accumulator and still not be surprised if the exact opposite of every choice happened because it's that I do think it like a lot of it was like coin toss kind of what do you know which which way what do I do it wasn't it didn't feel very comfortable making these choices no. that way. And, and you do realize there now you've said that about the accumulator and the exact opposite coming up you do realize that the second the podcast finished Andy's going to sit there working out what the polar opposite of every pick he's made 
made and he's putting that onto the cube there. But, <laughs> but that, but that inadvertently, but that'll inadvertently sort of like, I, I don't know, can you sort of reverse, reverse jinx yourself? Well, the way I normally do it, and and I can I can tell you this from my experience, the way I normally do it is work out what the opposite of my picks is, and I put that on as a bet. Then I put my picks on as a bet, so there is absolutely no way I can lose, and still manage to lose year in, year out. How it's possible, who knows? It's a gift and a curse. This is why I don't gamble. Other than that, it's... It, it, it's going to take some, some creative maths, but I'm sure I can get it where I don't win a single penny. Yet manage to... Pre- I'll, pre- I'll just put, like, the Eagles to win, the Chiefs to win. as two separate bets, and neither of them will come in. So, work that one out, the but first, it's happening. The Super Bowl history <laughs> Yeah, it was played for nine hours, and they could never get a point ahead and they just had to agree to shake hands and go about their business. And whilst whilst I'm sitting there with two bits of paper going, uh, 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 what? So then, let's, uh, well, I'll tell, I'll tell you what, I've, I've got, I've got Sky bet up on my let's phone. So do we'll just it. go through, a, we'll go through a, a few of the bits. So, the, the early favourite for the game any 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 takers? Chiefs. Chiefs. Ah, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are five to six. The Chiefs are even money. So the Eagles are very very slight favourites. Mm-hmm. I'm really shocked. After obviously the NFC title game, the 49ers, Let's not talk about what happened at quarterback and everything like that. But the Eagles didn't look very convincing. So I'm shocked that the Chiefs are favourites. Uh, the Eagles are favourite. I think it was. I, I the only thing I can assume is that they're taking it based on the fact that as an all-round team, you'd say the Eagles' defense is better than the Chiefs, Absolutely. and the offense, and the offenses are probably about about level. But at the end of the day, Kansas City's not matching Mahomes, yeah. so that's that's that can be the only thing I can think of is that they're giving a slight edge to Eagles on the defense side. Kansas City um, has a ever so slightly injured Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, obviously, everyone thought that going into the AFC title game, and then he managed to do what he did without even looking like he was limping for most of the game. Give him two weeks on top of that. And the fact that he'll probably be pumped full of all sorts of fully legal items, and I imagine his his foot is he probably he probably wears let's say a size twelve shoe normally. He'll be playing in size twenty cleats because of all the strap and he'll have on his in ankle and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so that like I said, the, the main the main markets have the Eagles as the very slight favourites on the handicap. Um, the Eagles are minus one and a half, and then the Chiefs are one and a half, third plus one handicap. So, so does that mean that there's they're basically expecting there to be a field goal in it, pretty much? And that's they're the, yeah, they're expecting it to be separated or like one by less than three points. 
favourite for the MVP? Hurts, then, if it's... Yeah, just going off the betting, Jalen Hurts is the 6-5 to five favourite. Patrick Mahomes at 5-4. to four. If you've got a large if you've got a large amount of cash, I think that's a great bet. Five to four, better than even money on uh, Patrick Mahomes for the MVP. That's a tremendous shout. Um, you can get Travis Kelsey at nines, AJ Brown at tens, yeah, Devonta Smith at twenties, Miles Sanders at twenties. Um, the rest are all. Uh, oh look, Hassan Reddick, thirty-three to one. If you want to go for a defensive player. Obviously, he was the main reason why Brock Purdy didn't do anything in the NFC title game. So, and why Josh Johnson got concussion? Ah, well, there you go. Um, yeah. So, it's it's all shaping up to be a, a, a fantastic game, regardless. So, um, let's get into it. Then. Let's uh, let's let's go through and uh, and do a few uh, do a few picks, shall we, boys? Um, so. I'll, I'll come to Andy. Who have you got as the team that will win the Super Bowl? I mean, it's going to come as no surprise that this isn't exactly the easiest of picks. Um, that that Philadelphia defense is beyond legit. You're never going to argue against it. And as I've said for years, because it was the phrase that I always heard from years ago, defense wins Super Bowls. As you've already mentioned, the Kansas City Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes, and at the end of the day, that is a factor that plays almost two to one in that sense of he is worth that 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 bit more. Just shy of a coin toss, I've gone with the Chiefs to win. Okay, I already have picks for myself and Stu, so I'll come to Mark. Are you in the same boat there, or are you going the other side of the coin? Um, Chiefs, definitely. Like you say, Patrick Mahomes factor. Defence is good for Philly, but Patrick Mahomes with two weeks rest on that ankle, I don't think they're going to stop him. Yeah, I mean, I'll just jump in. Myself and Stu have also both picked Chiefs. I think it's that, it is just that thing of, he's only been in the league for five seasons. He's got to at least the AFC Championship game every single season that he's played. He's going into his third Super Bowl. Yes, he's a bit banged up, but you can't, in all good conscience, back him to not do it and stuff like that. So it just makes the most sense. So I'm not surprised that we've all picked cheap. So. The next thing I need is a game score. I've gone Chiefs 33, Eagles 28. I don't even know if that's a physically possible score. It must be when you factor in field goals, extra points, two-point conversions, whatever and whatnot. I know that, I know that the, the Eagles can get to 28 points. That's fine. It's whether the Chiefs can get to 33. But that's what I've gone for. So, I think it'll be set up by more than a field goal. Stu has gone for 24-21 to the Chiefs. So, 
thinks it will be settled by a third goal. Mark, what would you like as your final score prediction? 27-20. So Mark in my camp there thinking it will be settled by more than a field goal. Andrew, what would you like me to put you down for here? Bear in mind, when we did the total number of offensive yards for the two title games, you went for 2,800. So I can only assume you're going to be picking this as like a 62-61 game or something like that. Yeah. Unfortunately, when you started saying your prediction, I was like, damn it, he's gone for the exact same thing. You haven't, but we're close. I've gone with 33-30. I think as far as the games up to this point, and I'm always one for for a pound-for-pound player, you know, I've always said I'm happy if the Super Bowl ends 7-3, as long as that game is just an absolute shootout. Or I want it to be like the that that Bills Chiefs game from a couple of years back, where it was like pound for pound. Um, I think this one, this one has to be high scoring. You've got two teams that just put points on the board, so it has to be. And for either team to stay in it, it's got to be one team scores, the other team scores, and I think it'll just end up being whoever gets. Potentially that last field goal, so that's uh, that's what I've gone with. Yeah, can't disagree with any of that. So we've now got first, last, sorry, first touchdown scorer, last touchdown scorer, the MVP of the game, and then a very special pick to finish out the predictions. But before we go through the rest of those, we are going to take a very small, small break, and then we'll come right back and finish this puppy off. But until we get there, you sit tight. Join us again in a few moments. We'll be right. Recording in progress. This meeting is being recorded. You could see the panic on his face. He didn't manage to get the muting in time, but... It doesn't matter, because that lady is absolutely correct in that the recording is now in progress. So, we'd left off where we'd just gone through our game score. So, that brings us to everyone's favourite market. The first touchdown scorer. Obviously, is where people can make a lot of money, lose a lot of money, make a little bit of money, or, you know, somewhere in between. So... Stu, I'll tell you what, before I give Stu's pick, I'll give you the market leaders in the category. So, first lap, first last of any time touchdown markets. Uh, I believe the favourite at 9-1 to one or 7-1. to one. Sorry, 15-2. to two. Early favourite for the first touchdown scorer is Travis Kelsey. You can also get eight to one on Jalen Hurts or Stu's pick, Miles Sanders. I have gone thirty-three to one shot, Patrick Mahomes you as the first touchdown score. I will come to Andrew next, as I believe you may have worked out who Andrew has picked just, as his just, first. Just go go under yours and go dirt dirt. Dirt, dirt, please. Mahomes? Mahomes for me as well, please. I think 
Um, yeah, I mean, let's face it, everybody's going to be expecting a throw to or a handoff to. But when you're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs, there's, you know, a third of the chance is going to be the man himself. So. I suppose the only thing that might work against us in that, in that is if his, if his ankle's it's the ankle tricky. It's the ankle. But it also feels like it's the kind of move to make a statement. Don't you worry about the ankle, people. Let me show you. So, that just leaves us with Mark. Mark, who would you like to select as your first touchdown scorer? I'm going to say the Eagles defense. Oh! Uh, I think they're going to score first. Nice. Anyone in particular? Or just, uh, just the... the um, you can have the you can have the Eagles D, but if you want to give yeah. them a particular name, what's the corner called? Is it Gar? Is it Gardner? Or Gardner? Uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson? Yeah, I think it's going to be him. But Eagles yeah. D, yeah. Which you can get at forty to one if you're uh, interested. Really? Interesting. Mm. So what? Worth a pound. Yeah, I don't know whether you're going to go for a big play Darius Slay there or not. But no. So the Eagles D, mm. 40 to 1 was that, Stu? Yeah. Worth a pound of anyone's money. So that brings us to the last touchdown scorer market. So uh, you'll, be, you'll be shocked to hear the odds for last touchdown scorer are Exactly the same as the first touchdown scorer. So you can get fifteen to two on Travis Kelsey, eight to one on Jalen Hurts or Miles Sanders, seventeen to two on AJ Brown, eleven to one on Devonta Smith or Isaiah Pacheco, twelve to one on Dallas Goddard, Jared McKinnon, and then others are available should you require them. So as we've had Mark for the first touchdown scorer there last, we'll go to Matt Furt for the last touchdown scorer. Just to really sort of like play around with the words in everyone's head there. Travis Kelsey. Interesting. <laughs> that is not the last time, that is not the last time that Travis Kelsey's name will be mentioned. That was obviously Andrew is now spitting feathers. Um, but Stu has also picked Travis Kelsey for last yeah. time. Am I making the same marks for your name, Andrew? Travis Kelsey. Last touchdown, sorry. Please. I've gone the opposite way on this one. I think this will be where the where the Eagles are chasing the game. So I've gone for AJ Brown to be the last touchdown scorer. It's a smart move, that one. Two categories left. I'll leave the I'll leave the uh, the the one that the public are all going to be clamoring for till the end. So that brings us to the M. VP of the game. Obviously, we'd given out the uh, the odds early doors where we'd said Mahomes was the second favourite. Obviously, Jalen Hurts being the favourite. Um, Stu has, has decided to dive straight in there with Patrick Mahomes as his pick for the MVP. I've gone a little bit out of left field on this one. I've actually gone for Travis Kelsey to be named the MVP in this one. I can see it being a game where if Mahomes' ankle is a little bit 
tripped up, he might be looking to sort of get bailed out every now and again. And who better than his number one target for the last five years? Travis Kelsey to bail him out of that particular spot. So I'm going to go for Travis Kelsey to have a big day and get a trip to Disneyland out of it. Andy, what have you got for your MVP of the game? It, it's Patrick Mahomes for me. It's I I agree, um, and I think Travis Kelsey would if if I was allowed two picks, he would definitely be my second pick. Um, I just think, you know, I th- I think when it's if if the Chiefs get behind at any point, it's all gonna you know all eyes are gonna be on him, and that's the sort of thing that drives that MVP award. So. Yeah, I had to go that way in the end. That just leaves us with Mark. So, at the beginning, when Mark made his early season Super Bowl pick, obviously he picked the Chiefs versus the Eagles. He went for the Chiefs to win and Patrick Mahomes to be the MVP of the game. Do you would like, would you like me to re-put that name in this book right now? Yes, I'm not changing that at all, no. That is a sensible pick. If uh, for listeners to the uh, the Getting Over Wrestling podcast, this is basically where I'm playing for the points by uh, picking Travis Kelsey. Um, so you'd also be playing for nine to one if you feel that confident about it. Well, yeah, that is, that is also true. So it brings us to everyone's favourite part: the. A hundred metre dash, if you will, of the Super Bowl podcast predictions. It is, of course. Uh, let me just get. I, I, I will give it the um, the full the full title. So, according to Skybet, we are now going to we are now going to predict the winning coach. Gatorade shower colour. We have an early selection of red by Mr. Stuart Woodmansey. Odds on seven to one on that prediction. I'm going to come to Mr. Andrew Cook next, although I'm almost certain he will say a colour that has six letters in its title. I can only imagine you've already written my answer down. I presume this is just a formality at this point. Well, and you're it, obviously going for purple. Yeah? I'm obviously going for purple. If there are if there are three things in this life that are a certainty: death, taxes, and me picking purple for the Gatorade shower. Well, if he's that confident, ladies and gentlemen, he'll be putting some money on it at 11 to 2. I'm, put, I'm putting my house on it. What are you on about? Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Uh, Mark, have you got a particular uh, colour in mind or do you want to give the options? Uh, I reset. This is the only one I've really researched in the break because it's obviously the main one. Um, lab. I've gone yellow. Yellow. He's going in with the joint favourite of yellow slash green. You get odds of six to five on that one. It's apparently a colour the Chiefs have used this season. 
Oh, I mean, it's it's nailed on then. I have gone for the slightly less favoured orange Gatorade. Some might say it's classic Gatorade colour. I can get odds of nine to four on it being orange. The outlier for me, which is one I always feel is a little bit of of an easy pick, is the clear. Clear and no shower is is always a it's always no twenty five p. No shower, not a market. Really? You can only get the colours or clear. No shower. Not an option. Maybe they know something. There you, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is all of our Super Bowl weekend predictions. All that's left is for the thing that has kept most of you coming back week in and week out during the season. It is, of course, the side bet on the podcast. Now, going in to NFC AFC Championship Week, the scores were 51 to Mr. Cook, 52 to myself. Andy took the Eagles to beat the 49ers and got himself to 52 points. I took the Bengals to beat the Chiefs and stayed on 52 points, which brings us to the Super Bowl. Now, if myself or Andy had picked the Eagles, this would be incredibly easy, as we would just back ourselves, and then we would have a, a, a simple way of making the side bet be uh, done and dusted in the Super Bowl. However, as we have not as we have both picked the Kansas City Chiefs, I feel the only fair way to decide who gets to pick first is the coin of destiny. Now this, I will show you. Right, so there is absolutely nothing else in my hand. I've rolled up my sleeves, so there's no funny business, no shenanigans. This is a standard English, British, United Kingdom, whatever you say. 50 pence Bills on one side, head of the sadly now no longer with us Queen Elizabeth II on the other. Andrew, I will give you the chance to call heads or tails. (laughs) Perfect. Absolutely perfect. I'll give you the choice to call heads or tails, but I'll just take another 20 minutes to find it from down the back of my sofa. Amazing. (laughs) Whilst Paul retrieves the coin, or finds another one, either way, has anybody seen that there is uh, currently a petition in play to get uh, Mrs. Kelsey to do the coin toss? Ah, nice. I think it's up to 100. uh, Obviously, he's lost that job. So yeah, I'm, the... I'm surprised that you're still picking. I thought you'd just go based on who was nearest to your score. I I would be happy to do the the nearest score wins. 
Um, has any speaking of Mrs. Kelsey, has anybody seen Mrs. Kelsey's uh, jersey for the Super Bowl? Yeah, so has she gone half and half, or has she gone back, like front and back? front and back, but the shoulders as well? So one shoulders Eagles and one shoulders Chiefs. It it in a lot of ways like for it. for that purpose, it is a work of art. So. Slight change, slight change of coin as I can't find that one as it's now behind the sofa and it's just going to be all sorts of nonsense to try. And... So, change of coin. We have a standard <laughs> two and coin again. The head of the sadly no longer with us, Queen Elizabeth II. God knows what the hell that is on the back, but it is the tails. I believe it's uh, something you've to do with You've just lost 50p and now you're going to lose two pounds. Hey, listen. Money is no object at this point. All that all that we care about here is is pure fairness in this. Particular money, world. money is no object. It's just the hand-eye coordination that's the issue. Is the <laughs> let's see if I can do it again. Oh right, I caught it this time. Right, it's in my hand. Do you want heads or tails? Uh, in the in the words of "It's Always Sunny," tails never fails. Balls. Except today, when it does, head is the call. So, for the final week of the side bet, I will pick the Kansas City Chiefs. Which does unfortunately leave Andrew with the Philadelphia Eagles. Andy's inadvertently managed to pull out that whole double bet thing again then because he's picked the Chiefs for the main part of the predictions and now he's got the Eagles for the side bet. This guy this guy sees my obvious ploy to get Paul to win a coin toss and pick. <laughs> so, it, was the mag- it was the magnet outside his living room window that was the... Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, I just needed to turn that off. It's costing money. Yeah, you all joke, buds. How do you know that that wasn't my lucky £2 coin and that the 50 pence that went down the back of the sofa was not just a, a decoy, a ploy, as it were? Well, you've just sold it now because if you win, then we all know that you've uh, earned Andy, so... Yeah, and everyone knows that if I do win, it's a tainted victory, so... <laughs> a hollow, a hollow, tainted victory. I hope you're happy, Mr Williams, you sad, sad little man. Etc. Etc. Um, yeah, that's that's it. That's all the predictions done. All that's left to say is, wherever you're watching from, if you're watching it live, if you're watching it on delay, I mean, if you're watching it on delay, I'd just basically get your TV turned on and then just turn your phone off because you won't be able to avoid it. You'll get some thought, you'll get some sort of notification that'll ruin it for you. Um, but yeah. Wherever you wherever you're watching, at whatever time you're watching, enjoy. Enjoy the festivities that'll no doubt take take place before. Obviously, it, it we, we have this conversation off air, but Andy sounds like he's been planning the meal for about six weeks. So it yeah, sounds it, it's in, incredible. In the Cook household, <laughs> um the the Super Bowl weekend is the official last weekend of any sort of uh uh, uh, fun, I, 
I was going to say, I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but fun. It's the last weekend that you can truly, truly let the hair down and cut loose in the food arena. So uh, the 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 menu is carefully crafted by ordering something from a takeaway and you know just bags of bags and bags of sweets. Um, but you know more more finesse than that. Definitely not as simple as that. Um, I was gonna before we went. I was gonna pose the most difficult question of all. What is if if anybody had to go with their number one go to Super Bowl snack, what was it going to be, Stu? <sighs> Nothing screams Americana louder than corn dogs, so it has to, it has to be that for me. Are you making them? You said are you dipping them in the glass? Uh, well, I I could make them myself but I also would like a house to live in afterwards uh, so we have made them from scratch before uh, but I do have to admit we've already purchased and they are frozen ones this year I, but, do, I do feel it's the safest option I always they, they, although it's it's always fun to do the they are a potential death trap so but I've, I've, you know, thanks thanks to the uh, help and advice of Mr. Williams, uh, we've never had corn dogs from an air fryer before, so we've got that delight to look forward to. <laughs> Mark, will, firstly, will you be watching live and in person? I will be watching live and in person. Yeah, I've got the day off on Monday, and we have a buffet, an American themed buffet. So burgers, hot dogs, mac and cheese. Um. Our friends come sleep over as well and watch it. So yeah, it's there. Uh... And then M and M caramels for dessert because I've got a big bag of them from a friend who's just been to Boston. So yeah, yeah, buddy. Paul, you can only have one piece of Americana in your house Sunday night. What is it? So this is always made slightly more difficult by the fact that I haven't watched it in the, in the house for a number of years now. It's usually watched at the bar or at a bar with a group of friends. So the the snack becomes more and more difficult as it's usually based on whether or not the bar has the kitchen open at the time. Um, I'd, I'd be inclined to agree with Stu on the corn dog theme, but only if you can't get some delicious sliders involved. Mm. So, if you could get some sliders with maybe a little pulled pork or a little brisket involved somewhere, something like that. Or just, I'll just sack off the uh, sack off the sliders. And let's let's be honest. Let's just let's just do a fucking barbecue. Oof. Let's get the ribs. ribs let's get the ribs in the smoker. Ribs in the smoker. Brisket in the smoker. Pull pork in the spot. Just, 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 just basically give me a pig and just cook it. And there you go. That's uh, that's the way it should be done. But apparently, well, well. Before we go, what, what's uh, what's your go to? I get real, I get real twitchy with it because there's that part of me that wants to let the let the dog off the chain, uh, let let Russ cook essentially. Um, and then there's the part of me that you're, having, you're having sandwiches for your uh, for your Super Bowl. Then there's that part of me that doesn't want to have to wake up 
like Monday morning and be like, oh no, it all got real messy. Um, however, I can say with with true conviction that if you if you're not featuring Nacho somewhere in the entire proceedings, something's gone wrong somewhere, even if it's a small portion. Now I didn't know whether you were going to go with Nachos or I thought you might be might be tempted to throw out the sort of the outside of it of the jalapeno poppers. I love a jalapeno popper, but I think my I think Super Bowl Sunday, my other go to might have to be, and yes, I I will caveat a vegetarian version, but it would have to be the vegetarian chili dog. Vegetarian hot yeah. dog, vegetarian chili, and it has to be some uh, some authentic American cheese, some uh, some Jack, get some Jack on the go. Um, so there it is. Can anybody believe that we made it this far through the season? I mean, it was kind of inevitable without world-ending catastrophe, but it's been uh, it's been a longer road this year. So there's that, uh, but somehow just never feels quite long enough. Um, we will return next week. I am assured that some of the guests that couldn't make it this week will definitely be here next week. Um, so tune in for that. Uh, these gentlemen are, of course, invited back to see how their predictions panned out. Uh, we can all reveal how many millions of pounds we won on our uh, betting, and um, I, I can only I can only speak for myself, but I would presume that Paul would also be here to uh, to finish up the season, because that's right, ladies and gents, the season is nearly over. Thank you to Mark. Thank you to Stu. Thank you to Paul and thank you to you for tuning in to listen to us talk about sport that isn't even from our country. Come back next week when we find out who it is that wins between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. But until then, we will say goodbye. See you then. So there we go, that's it. Super Bowl predictions are in the bag. What do you think is going to happen? Who do you think is going to win? Let us know. Jump over to the website, click that email button, drop us a line. Before you go, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave us a review. That helps out as well. That's it for this one. Next time will be the last for the season. So, you know, tune in for that one. See what the predictions looked like in the end. Until then, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. This has been another episode of CookieCast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe.